Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. And that is our governor, Cliff Kelly, a host of America's Heroes Group. Welcome to America's Heroes Group, a roundtable discussion with clean energy infrastructure with our partner, Zodiac Solutions, LLC. Today is Saturday, February 5th, 2022. February is Black History Month and also American Heart Month. I'm Sean Claiborne, the co-host. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. We have a great show for you today. We want to talk about something off the bat, which is pertaining to veterans and jobs. And we have our partner, Rob Howard. He's a U.S. Navy veteran and the president and CEO of Zodiac Solutions, LLC. How you doing, Rob? I don't have your audio. Give me just a second. We got you now. You got me? There we go. Can you hear me? I All right. Good, loud and clear. All right. Oh, I just, maybe because it's February and I was wishing you a happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> we also have no, a I, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited because, as you know, we've been really talking up on the early stages as our, we look at the clean energy infrastructure and what are we going to do for transition. And one of the challenges we've been having mm. oftentimes is making sure we have enough people with the skill sets to work in this industry. And, and because, um, talk to some friends and I've been trying to get Elizabeth here for a while. Um, it's been a long, long, because they stay so busy, but I wanted to talk today about, um, a program that's actually taking veterans, it's in your area, giving them the skills they need to be successful in the utility industry. And really, oftentimes, the things we talk about are conceptual. Mm-hmm. This one, after many, many years of work, it's a, it's a real thing now. So I wanted to, we can chop it up a little bit about the UMAP program. All right. And to talk about that, we have Elizabeth Mary Belcaster of EMB Consultants. She specializes in the development of military training and placement of veterans into leadership, industry, academia, and also regulatory agencies. How are you doing, Elizabeth? I'm really good. I'm happy to be here today. I love talking about this work. It's important. And, um, you know, we have been doing this for a long time now, and it isn't conceptual. I think at some point when the economy fell down in 2008. It was Rick Pastorelli from the Utility Workers, as you both know, um, who was a Navy veteran who stood up this program. And I am honored and blessed to have been a part of it since day one. And, you know, we've expanded it from Chicago to Michigan. And 
now to Southern California. So I'm happy to be here today to let your veterans know and let your audience know. This Thank is you a, for having me. This is a really exciting program. I heard about this before. The UMAP, the Utility Workers Military Assistance Program, basically gets you training and gets you a job in the in the utilities field. Can you tell us about that, Elizabeth? Yep. So UMAP started um, in 2011 um, when People's Gas in Chicago, um, oddly enough, this is a Chicago broadcast as well, which is kind of cool, which in Chicago there was a 30-year infrastructure project going on, um, repiping the streets, you know, the old wood pipes in Chicago um, that were there since the early 1800s. It was time to clean that up. And uh, so we took that opportunity. Rick took the opportunity. He was the local business manager of local 1807 at the time. And we met with the company, the umbrella and company first, it was Integris, um, along with People's Gas, um, and talked about how we could put more veterans to work. That was at a time where the unemployment was probably at 15% for veterans. We knew that there was a limited amount of jobs because the economy had just collapsed. And while we were trying to figure it out, you know, one of the things we knew we had to do as a union as well as the company is really lean in on projects that we knew were going to be long-term projects. We didn't want to put veterans to work just to put them in a job. Um, So much of that was done at that time, bank tellers, food service workers. But these were lifelong careers. We knew the contract was a 30-year contract, um, made a deal with the company. Rick made a deal with the company under the umbrella of the Power for America Trust. Everybody put money into it. The company, the union, the state of Illinois put in – they pay the tuition. It's a program that takes place at city colleges. So it's kind of the win-win-win for everybody. Um, it was feeding the economy. It was feeding the service members and the veterans who were going through the program. And it was only veterans. People's Gas committed to only hiring veterans for new entry-level jobs in the company. So since 2012, we've trained and placed. We're coming up on our 700th veteran on March 10th wow, um, through this program. So. Uh, expanded it to Michigan with um, Consumers Energy, and we are now in California. Utility workers with Southern California Gas um, just did our first recruitment and our first um, our first launch for the program in Bakersfield, Illinois, with Southern Cal- Bakersfield, California, uh, with Southern California Gas. So um, we are all over the country and hoping to get more utility co- companies engaged. You would think that you know you go to a promising, great program that's put 500 to work. And this was, you know, five years ago. Um, we brought it to other utility companies, Southern California Gas. I've been out to Southern California Gas probably for the last 10 years with Rick, mm-hmm. trying to negotiate the program with Southern California Gas. You would think that would be easy. Like, here, I got all the tools you need, and um, this is going to work for you. And we've got data to back up, you know, what, what it looks like and how it benefits the company People's Gas CEO will go all over the country to talk about how it benefits companies, but it took us 10 years to get it to Southern California. Wow. Um, so, but we're there now and we're excited. Um, I've been doing interviews for the past two months since Christmas time. We've got female candidates that are going through the program, which is very, very exciting. Uh, we've got folks, you know, in Chicago from rural areas that have gone through the program and are successfully now buying homes for themselves, buying vehicles. And the spin of it really, what's really interesting to me is when we started the program in 2011, that was at a time where unemployment was at its highest for veterans. A divorce rate was through the roof for service members. 
coming home. All the service members from Iraq and Afghanistan at that time were just coming home from war. Mm -hmm. And we really needed to find a place for them. We had homeless veterans that went through the program. Um, we helped pay for their for their rent for the full six months. We had outside organizations that helped us get them child care and all the things that they needed so that there would be no impediments to them while they were going through the program. So that really helped a lot, and it really showed the commitment from a lot of other people. Today, we are in a completely different situation, right? Mm -hmm. We have a huge infrastructure bill coming down. We've got jobs all over the country. We have people quitting their jobs. And now we have to find more bodies to build those workforce uh, gaps, right? So, so different from 2012 when we first launched it, um, the idea of the person that comes to the doors of UMAP, um, whereas in 2012 it was those that were severely unemployed and were facing some of the biggest crises of their life as they were transitioning home from war. Today, the candidates that we get into the program, um, because we always assess, ask them, you know, how did you get here? What were you doing before you got here? And today, it's a completely different story. Today, it's like, well, you know, I tried this job and I tried, I think I want to do something new. And you're just like, what a difference from 2012 to today. Um, so it's terrific, though. We're, we're continuing it and we're happy to do it. So to, so to get to kind of put this in a nutshell, you take a veteran yeah. and then you put and you take a veteran who, who has no skill in a particular area, which is we're talking about utilities. So we're talking about yeah. electrical, we're talking about gas how to, you know, install lines, how to maintain a maintenance line, things like that, have no skill. You train them up, and then they get a job working for a, a large utility company. How much do, they, do these jobs pay typically? Um, the Chicago job, I mean, the base pay is pretty much the same almost everywhere. It changes a little bit uh, based on jurisdiction. It's about $34, $35 an hour plus benefits. Wow. Um, minimum experience, I will tell you, I've had – you know, people that have had three fast food jobs to people that have master's degree. Right now, I've got three people that have degrees in the Chicago program, and we probably have almost all of the candidates going to the utility workers program. The utility workers program in California have degrees at some level, too. It really changes the dynamics of the way people look at what work looks like for them and the landscape of the industry um, you know, utilities are in every state in the country. Everybody knows who their utility company is. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that we've done a really good job at making sure that it stays competitive enough to the point where we are bringing in some additional services, you know, those that need child care. We have a organization that we work with called the Dixon Center for Military and Veterans Services. That program has been with us since day one. They help us navigate service members. Um, with all of the, the the needs that they have, whether they're transitioning out of the military or they're veterans, um, there's a whole bunch of things that can get in the way of a successful program, right? Mm -hmm. Of getting that person from the training space to the job. Six months in Chicago, that's a long time to be without a job. That's a full-time school. So all of those additional services are critically important to getting them through there because they can't hold a job. Many of them are working part-time as Uber drivers while they're in school, in California, it's very different. It's a 15-day program, but still, for somebody that's got a family to take 15 days full-time and leave their job, there's got to be some conditions that are attached to it that really helps them get through that process. And that's something we've been always very, very committed to. Okay, so there's, so while they're in the program for six months while they're training, they don't get paid for the training. This is, this is free training. Yep. But once you finish yeah, the program, it's free training. Yeah, but you're yep. pretty much guaranteed a job once you finish that six-month program. 
listen, if you, if we, we go in every orientation that we have with each cohort and we say, this is up to you. This is, you do the due diligence, you get through the program, you know, you show up on time, you learn the skills properly, you work with your instructors, um, and, and there's still opportunity for them to grow within the company once they peak that six-month training program. Um, they've got a, an associate's degree. They can go on and get, you know, other degrees or advance their degrees and move up with the company. So there's uh, layers of opportunities with that as well. And, Rob, also there's a – it seems like, right, and we talked about, hinted about this earlier, there is a shortage and a need for people to work in utilities because our infrastructure is crumbling. Oh, yeah. Particularly when it comes to energy, and we had we had to get people on bodies out there to fix this this grid we have going on right now. Here's and and what a lot of people fail to realize is these skills that they're being taught as the energy the entire industry changes. At the end of the day, someone has to maintain the poles, someone has to maintain the wires, someone has to be able to do repairs regardless of how we generate it. Now, I'm really focused on, on renewables and clean energy, but, it, but it's got to be transmitted. And so for veterans, the part I really like about it is, and a lot of the veterans may not know, this type of program gets you started, gets you stable, gets you employed, but also you now are ready to, if you decide to, go off and start your own business mm-hmm. because the need is absolutely there. I, I I get really excited when I, I, I think about how well this program, and we, but we need to multiply it. That's the thing. We need employers, uh, utilities, other companies. We've got to make sure that everywhere we have veterans, these opportunities are available. It seems like a perfect marriage. I mean, you're taking people that are – that would like to work with their hands typically in the military. Military veterans usually are technical people because you most of the job skills in the military are hands-on type skills, whether you're infantry, whether you're artillery, whether you're a mechanic or a medic. You know, So taking somebody who, is, who already has a lot of the, the discipline and putting them into a, a career, this actual long-term, lifelong career, not just a job, but it's actually a career, that is phenomenal. So, so tell me how many people – you said 700 people have participated in the program here – what do you, where do you see this across the country? Do you, is it, do you, do you see a lot of uh, energy companies, utility companies starting to say, hey, wait a minute, something's going on in Chicago, something's going on in Michigan, we need to do something about this? It's already happening, I will say that. I think that the bigger buy-in is really with the companies. Um, the Department of Defense loves this program. Um, the American Legion um, just released an article, an, an actual report in March of 2021 um, that highlighted UMAP as the number one best public-private partnership in the country hmm. when it comes to jobs. That's a big thing from the Legion. The Legion's landscape represents a lot of people. Um, and we, we're we we're out there every day working through policy with the Department of Defense, working with the Army and the installations every day. So I think that piece of it, you know, one thing that a lot of companies will tell you is like, you know, I have a program, but I can't have access to veterans. We don't have that problem, I'll be honest with you. Because they said people don't have, have access problem. to veterans in parts of the country? Yeah there's, yeah, there's a lot of people that say that. And we don't have that problem because we have a good program. And now it's word of mouth. Veterans are talking to veterans. You know, I have some of my son's best friends went through the program when they got back from Iraq and Afghanistan. I've been to weddings of some of the candidates that have gone through the program early on. Uh, christenings, when they were there to buy their homes. I mean, it really does feed the economy. It feeds them. But it is also very much word of mouth. Um, but the companies really need to do a buy-in. I wish at some level 
Um, there was something written in stone saying that every utility company needs to take on a piece of this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Hire the veterans in your community. This is the way to do it. Um, you know, we've been everywhere. I, I think that there's not many government agencies, Department of Labor, Department of Defense, Department of Transportation in the White House that don't know about this program. It's really feeding and you know, it's not easy work. This doesn't get done overnight. There's a lot of work involved in it, and, and paying attention to the details means that we're not getting any service member or any veteran in the program that's going to get caught up in something that it's not supposed to be because they often come in, they've been screwed over by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody has taken their GI money, and they don't have any GI money left. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's really making sure that we're paying attention to the details in whatever state or region that we're in. So what does a veteran need? What's the qualifications that, that a veteran has to show up with in order to be ready for this program? So they, they basically have to have a, a DD-214 with an honorable discharge. Um, and then, you know, they have to meet, meet past the formal training. Um, they have to have a valid license probably in every state that they're doing the program. And they probably have to pass a pre-employment drug test, you know, for hiring. Uh, we work with the Department of Defense on a program called SkillBridge. I don't know if you guys are familiar with SkillBridge. Uh, SkillBridge no. is a Department of Defense national program that started in 2015. The landscape of unemployed veterans, like I said, was at its highest. And industry and the military kind of came together. And the military said, you know what, we're going to go ahead and let industry come onto our installations and do some training, providing that at the end of the training they get a job when they go home. So it's 180 days prior to their separation from the military is what the authority is written by the Department of Defense, the Skillbridge Authority. And so now we're also pulling candidates that are not even separated from the military. While they're going through the training, that 180 days, whether it's a four-week training or a 15-day training or a six-month training, they get approved by their commander to go through the training. They're still getting paid from the military while they go through the training. Mm. So employers and, and industry doesn't have to pay them while they're still active in the military and they get approved for the training. So that's another tool that we use for access to service members. That's a fairly new program. I would say that that's a small child in the eyes of a government program. It's only five years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's improving and policies are changing with that every day as well. But, you know, basically they have to have a GED and they have to have, you know, the equivalent of a high school diploma or a GED. They come in just like any other employer. They go through that natural HR process. Um, but if we're getting service members from Skillbridge, we know they're drug-free because they're still in the military, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with veterans, it's a matter of doing a background check and, and um, you know, passing some incidental tests. So give us the um, social media information. How do we get in contact? How does a veteran get hooked up with UMAP? Give us your social media handles, websites, phone numbers. Yeah, if you go to the union, the Utility Workers Union of America dot net, U-W-U-A dot net, um, you just type in UMAP and, and it'll come up with all the programs. Each program separately has a different link to get to. For California right now, it's calumap.com. Um, but just go to the U-W-U-A website. That's going to clarify everything. And it's got information about each one of the state programs. Any last words, Rob? Yeah, I just want to I want to ask our veterans if you know companies that really are complaining about not finding qualified workers, tell them don't don't keep looking, work with us. We can help build because these soldiers, these service members, 
they come ready. Mm -hmm. So I would ask people to just start getting the word out. That's why I had to bring them on to talk to you today because we've really got to keep getting the word out. They talk about this economy. Well, we need to make sure that the veterans aren't left behind. So let's get engaged, folks. I hear that. Yeah, I'll say this. The one thing I'll say, um, Ryan, you talked a little bit about the infrastructure bill and, and some of what's coming ahead. The one thing we all know, and I work with a lot of different industries, is with the supply chain shortages, seconds. with yeah, with workers um, not not finding places to work today. Um, we can spend all the money in the world that we want with infrastructure, but if we can't find candidates, none of that money is going to be important. So, well, thank you guys for coming on our show. This is a lot of good information. Yep, thank you so much. I appreciate it. America's Have a great day, buddy. We'll be right back. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.